Why, hello there. This is Sister Service. You know, today, um, two of my kids had this disagreement, and mm-hmm. we just had this phenomenal talk. And I just thought, oh, I, I'm definitely not going to share with you the details of what happened. But this is extremely relevant to some of the issues that we face. And so um, I'll just kind of mm-hmm. like gloss over what kind of happened, um, where one um, one of my children were not doing what the other child thought was important. And when I say child, I mean, we're talking about much older kids here. We're teenagers. All right. And, you know, one didn't like that the other wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. Right. And then got after them. And then that person felt just absolutely sad and despondent. Um, my kids, just love because I am an emotional validator. Um, my kids are also that way. And so, you know, if somebody doesn't approve of them, it makes them feel just so sad. And so anyways, we had this big talk about the differences between self empowerment and being emotionally validating. And there's this really great article, um, from psychology today that, um, actually talked about this and I posted it on my Facebook page, but it just talks about how nowadays we live in a day and age where over validation is really important to everyone rather than empowering someone to do better or to do more or whatever, you know, even just self-empowerment. So what do I mean by that? Because those are two really interesting terms, but it doesn't, it's not very clear. And so let me define it. When I talk about um, self-validation or emotional validation, I just mean that, oh, I'm so sorry. You really are going through a hard time. You know, you acknowledge the difficulties that the person faces. Now with empowerment, where either self-empowerment or just um, empowerment on its own there, you are basically telling yourself, I can do this, I can do better. Um, or you're just saying to someone else, you, you know, this is not acceptable, you can do better. And there's a great balance between this. Often women find themselves in emotional validation land, and men find themselves in the empowerment land. And that's why women always say, hey, he's always trying to fix me. Well, Yeah. And by the way, I'm just going to put a giant caveat on all of this right now. I am not a mental health care professional. I'm not. I have just lived 40 years of life and I see reoccurring patterns. And so when I find something that I know is true, I hold on to it. But please, if I say anything that ever contradicts anything that you've been told by a mental health care professional, you know, you need to find these truths out for yourself. I am just um, relaying what has been absolutely important to me to understand. But I am also still learning all the time. So um, please just take that with a grain of salt. This is why you need the Holy Ghost to be with you at all times. Because you just, you know, you're going to get great information and interesting information. There's and horrible information out there in this world. You need the Holy Ghost to navigate that. But I'm going to tell you right now that I absolutely believe this to be true. Um, When it comes to things that are necessary for our growth, um, emotional validation generally does not find you in the land of growth. 
That's a hard one for me to say because often women, we want to be an emotional validator. But unfortunately, all it does is it validates where a person's at and it does not point them forward towards the path of Christ. It does not push them forward to, you know, you can do better. You can do more. So that's very difficult sometimes. Um, I will tell you that um, one or the other, to set up camp in one or the other is wrong. If you're an empowerment type person and you're always like, go, go, go and do the things, do all the things. And you never emotionally validate someone for the hardships that they're going through. They're not going to even want to be around you. They're not going to want to listen to you and you will find them pulling away from you. And this is most crucial when you're talking about children. Um, Our children will do that. So I have swung to either end of this spectrum and I do it all the time. I think we are always in a state of flux on where we are going to land when it comes to any given problem. But, you know, in the beginning I was super over emotionally validating and then I swung all the way over into it, the empowerment. And now that I'm aware of the two spectrums, now I'm constantly trying to find the middle. And it's very, very difficult. (laughs) Unfortunately, when it comes to uh, emotional validators, you would much rather be around those people. And that's why um, nowadays this is such a huge thing. Um, People gravitate towards emotional validators. Mm -hmm. Um, Even men now are finding themselves in this weird realm where they are more acceptable as an emotional validator than they are as an empowerer. And like I said, if you find yourself on either end of the spectrum, it's bad. (laughs) So right in the center is this beautiful place where you can acknowledge someone's feelings and truly connect to them through empathy. But then after that, say, stop bagging on yourself. You can do this. Get to work. Hold your feet to the fire. Don't give up. Because I think that there is this, and I I talk about this all the time, there is this uh, interesting little balance between when something happens to us and how we're going to, how we're going to respond to that. Are we going to react in a reciprocal fashion? Or are we going to like, you know, think about it and then make a conscious choice? When we're faced with something that is maybe negative or something that we don't like, how we respond to that mm-hmm. is going to make implications that last for a, actually generational. I mean, it's like it affects you, it will affect your kids, it'll actually affect your grandkids. So, with that in mind, um, you want to try to be more thoughtful instead of um, being, you know, what's the word, like uh, inane, flippant, right off the cuff, like spontaneous and just go with whatever you feel at the moment. And also you don't need to overthink it to death. But as we respond to these things, we are able to find a beautiful little place where we are able to make the best choice, where we don't bag on ourselves for all our flaws. We don't tear ourselves down, but we acknowledge that we have done something that is not desirable. And two, 
we're going to become more like our Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ by what? By becoming a cheerleader in our own lives for empowerment. Because see, we forget about that when men are like so fixing and, you know, they, we, we put that emotion on men. Oh, they just want to fix things. They just want us to go and do all the things. But we forget the inherent cheerfulness of that. It's such a cheerful attitude to have to say, you can do this. You've got this. But sometimes we dismiss that because it is, um, we are being asked more, aren't we? But our Heavenly Father is inherently cheerful. He is, an, he is like a cheerleader that's constantly in our corner saying, you can do this. You fell, you screwed up. It's okay because you can do this. And when we finally change the voice in our head into that, where we're kinder, we're still emotionally validating that it stinks and it's awful, but now we're saying things like, you can do this, it changes everything. And so my talk with my, um, with one of my kids today, I was able to like do that and I was like, victory. So I'm like on cloud nine right now because he received it well and, and things went on and you know, they're back to being cheerful again. And that is tough when they're teenagers, especially as they get into the older teens. Um, So I had to make a podcast because I'm like, this really works, you guys, it really works to be able to finally find that center line. And I'm sure I'm going to struggle to find it again and again and again. But over the years, I've watched the way that I handle things kind of shift and I still screw up all the time, but there are those moments where you see something, you have heard that it works, and then you see it work. It's just this joyous moment where you can just, you know, be so happy that it worked. <laughs> you know, it. this is a message that's urgent in the world right now that, you know, all these self-help books and blogs They're just so emotionally validating, but they forget to do that empowerment, that you can do more, that it will be okay, that you've got this, that there is a way possible, that all options have not yet been exhausted. It's this unending um, belief in this unending um, power of creativity, that there are so many more options than just one and two. And so it opens your mind to push away black and white thinking and to see that there's a realm of possibilities and that you're not just stuck in your life, in in your choices and in your hardships or in your failings, in your weaknesses. You're not stuck there. You're not. That's the beauty of being able to grow. Um, Even the fact that there are labels right now that you wear that you don't need because you were made to grow is an empowering thought. You know, you say, oh, I'm no good at this or I'm no good at that. But the thing is, Mm -hmm. you can't attach the words forever behind those labels. So it's just not what you were made to do. So I hope that this helped um, you with understanding um, some of those things that we go through. The last thing we want to do is get stuck into victimization and say, I'm a victim of my circumstances or of my, um, of myself and I cannot move on. 
when you want to become a survivor, look what I've, I will overcome this. And then I am a survivor and I am above it. I'm over it. I conquered it to have that, um, belief in yourself again, that you're able, you're able and you're capable. Your heavenly father has thoughts about you that you just wish you knew. Am I a good person? Am I good enough? And those can be answered as we seek him, as we pray to him. You'll find out that you're so much better than you even realize. Um, in fact, that's what happens for most people when they finally seek God's, you know, thoughts. Like, what do you really think of me? You find out that he is far more amazed and happy and grateful for you and for your abilities and and powers to accomplish things for him. So, you know, get on your side <laughs> and start believing in those things. Believe in the power of change. Believe in your power to be empowering and emotionally validating all in one. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.